The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Often, we go through life thinking we are the only person in the world shouldering problems, stress, depression, and anxiety. What we don't always realize is that there are plenty of people dealing with many of these same issues in their lives. Welcome to Stream in the Desert with your host, Dr. Rita Huang. In today's program, we hope you will find a story that matches feelings and issues that you've been dealing with. In the resolutions of these issues, our hope is that you will also find the inspiration you need. Now, here is Dr. Rita. We all have to make decisions daily that affect ourselves and other people around us. Some people make decisions easily. Others have a hard time making decisions. Are you the one who makes decisions easily or the one who struggles with decision making? Someone who's indecisive have a hard time making up his or her mind with what to do and say in certain situations. Are you one of them? You may have a hard time making daily decisions such as what to wear, what to buy, when to go to a certain place, whom do you want to do things with, which restaurant to go to, or bigger decisions such as buying a car, choosing a career, or which action to take at work. Or perhaps you're the one who makes decisions easily. You're not concerned if your decision is going to be perfect. You just want to get things done to achieve your goals. Let me tell you a naughty story about squirrels. You may find yourself acting like them at times. Stay tuned for the story. One day, a squirrel crossed the street in a residential neighborhood halfway across. He stopped in the middle of the street and rethought his decision. Should he turn around and go back? He was going back and forth, almost was hit by a car. After a long time, he finally decided to go across the other side of the street. But he immediately questioned his decision. Should I stay here or go back to where I've been? In a flash, he bolted into the road, not even noticing that a car was coming. The driver slammed on his brakes, not knowing where the little squirrel was headed, but it was too late. The squirrel met his death when the driver's car was unable to stop in time. Across town, there's another squirrel that was hungry and he could not find any nuts on his side of the street. Without hesitation, he made the decision to go across the other side of the street. Once he got there, he was busy looking for food, even though he did not find it at first. But he decided to stay over there for a while and not to go back to the other side of the street. After a search for a while, he finally found some nuts and he happily ate his tasty snack. This story represents two types of individuals. The first type of individuals are those who are indecisive and have a hard time making up their mind what to do or what to say in a situation. They often struggle for a long time before they're able to make any decisions. Being indecisive affects them emotionally, physically, and mentally. 
emotionally. They have so much anxiety thinking about the situations that they are unable to sleep at night. Of course, sleep deprivation affects a person's physical well-being, such as having a headache, back pain, and other physical ailments. The more options they can come up with, the more difficult to come up with a decision. As individuals are totally exhausted mentally, of course, goals will not be achieved as no decision means no action. Even they, if they make a decision, they continue to second guess themselves and wonder if the decision is wrong. They fret about the possible bad outcomes that this decision may have, and they start to panic. The emotional tortures makes them feel dead inside as they cannot enjoy life anymore. Food has lost its luster, and sleep seems impossible. When they are constantly loose, turning and tossing in bed, they feel fatigued and unable to be productive at their jobs and in their relationships. They experience mental exhaustion by thinking back and forth too much after a decision has been made. In a way, they're dead emotionally, physically, and mentally. They're just like the first girl that crosses the street. That wonder if it should go back to the other side of the street. By running back and forth, it ends up dying. There's another group of individuals who are able to think through the problem and come to a decision quickly. Once they make the decision, they do not go back and forth, wondering if they make the right choice. If there are any problems that arise after the decision has been made, they just fix it. But not expecting the decision to be perfect. They open to any new challenges along the way. If they find out that they have made the wrong decision, they use this mistake as a learning experience to help them to make a better decision later on. This group of individuals is the second squirrel in the story, which ended up with a full belly. Are you indecisive like the first squirrel, or are you like the second squirrel that makes decisions quickly? Let's walk with me inside a shopping mall and observe how people make a decision. Maybe we can figure out why some people make decisions easily and other people have a hard time making decisions. Oh, there's a big sale in one of the department stores. Let's go over there and see if there are any good deals. As we enter the store, we see many teenagers in the junior department browsing around to find good deals on clothes. There's a big long line in the fitting room as many people are waiting for their turn to try out new outfits. Let's go into the fitting room and listen to the conversation of people in there. A teenager named Elizabeth is trying many outfits on. She comes out from the fitting room and shows them to her mom, who's sitting on a chair outside the room. Elizabeth says, "I can't decide which outfit to choose from. They all look good on me." But it's too expensive to buy all of them. I like the color of this shirt, but the other one fits me better. It's so stressful trying to decide which one to choose. Her mom says, "Just get the green outfits." So they purchase the outfit and leave the store. You see, Elizabeth have a hard time making any decisions because her mom makes all the decisions for her, such as which outfit to wear for school, which classes to take. Which homework to do first? Which friend to choose from? What extracurricular activities to be involved in? Elizabeth would think back and forth with all kinds of options in any decisions. 
and she just cannot make up her mind what to do. When she has to make a decision to deal with insomnia, tossing and turning throughout the night, and she frets through which decision to make. Of course, Elizabeth can't concentrate in school. Her academics have felt the strain. Her emotional liability is affecting her relationship. Her frustration is manifesting in headaches. Elizabeth is a squirrel that has a hard time making decision whether to cross the street and end up dying emotionally, mentally, and physically. With Elizabeth, she tortures herself for a while, and then she just gives up and let her mom make the decision for her. You would think she would feel better after her mom make all the decisions for her, but this is actually not the case. Elizabeth has even more anxiety afterwards because she second guesses if her mom's decision is good. What she really wants is to make decision on her own, but she can't. So she goes through the same emotional, physical, and mental turmoil over her mom's decision for her life. She's exactly like the first girl that has a sad ending by regretting its decisions. Elizabeth's mother worries about her indecisiveness. But she does not know that she is the reason why Elizabeth has a hard time making decisions. Since her mom makes all the decisions for her since she was born, Elizabeth becomes incapable of making decisions. If only her mom allows Elizabeth to make some decisions, even if they are wrong decisions, she learn from it. Elizabeth will learn to make wise decisions by making some wrong ones. What's she gonna do when she has to leave home someday? Will she be able to make decision on her own? All right, enough about Elizabeth. Let's walk away from this department and go to the shoe section, because I'm looking for a pair of dress shoes. While I'm sitting down to try on a pair of shoes, I overhear two teenagers talking to each other at the men's shoes section, which is next to mine. Jeff have a hard time deciding which restaurant to go to for the prom night. And he has to make reservation for everybody. Jeff tells John, "I want to make a reservation in a new restaurant in town, but it's too expensive. I'm sure everyone will be happy to go there. I'm looking for a cheaper restaurant, but not everyone will think that's okay. I ask everyone where they want to go, but none of them have mentioned the same restaurant. I find a restaurant that's close to where the prom is going to be, but it's not a very good restaurant." I suppose we can go to a Chinese restaurant, but not everyone likes Chinese food. I know there's a good Mexican restaurant, but I'm afraid some of us may not like Mexican food. We can go to a seafood restaurant, but not everyone likes seafood. I am so confused, and I just can't decide which restaurant to go to. Can you believe it, John? I can't sleep at night thinking about the decision. I wish you guys just tell me where to go, and I can just make the reservation. John replies, "I have no idea where to go either." They're both like the first girl in the analogy story who could not make up his mind whether or not to cross the street. You know what's next? By being indecisive on which restaurant to make a reservation, he's, he makes no reservation at all. A week before the prom. When Jeff called all the restaurants, there no available reservation the night of prom. Now Jeff is really panicky as it's getting close to the day of the prom. 
with no other alternatives, he chooses to make a reservation in a hotel restaurant in the next town. After he makes his decision, he's become stressed out again because he worried that everyone would mad at him for choosing a far restaurant. He's also concerned that they will not be able to make it in time for the prom. He's acting exactly like the first girl in Naughty's story by being indecisive. He's unable to sleep because he worries that his decision is not a good one. Sleep deprivation gives him headaches, so he has to miss some classes at school. The stress compounds on itself. He's staying at home because his headaches and becoming more behind in his schoolwork. His stress makes him angry all the time with no reason. His parents and sister want to stay away from him. Why is Jeff having such a hard time making this decision? He's thinking of too many options that make him very confused. Because he expects to make a perfect decision, he can't make any decision at all. And even after he makes a decision, he still worries if his decision is good enough. He's emotionally and mentally dead as a result of his indecisiveness like a first girl. Let's take a break, come back for the rest of the show. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you struggling with relationships and wonder what you need to do? Are you facing crises and challenges in your life? How about emotional disturbances such as anxiety, depression, fear, or stress? Do you need some help? Get a hold of Dr. Rita's Hippo book. In her book, she provides fresh perspectives on how to wisely navigate the challenges in life. She uses parables and analogies to help you find insight and coping strategies in your struggles. The life scenarios she uses in the book are situations you can identify with as you often find yourself as one of the stories in her book. The title of her book is The Hippo That Fell Off the Seesaw and Other Parables from Christian Counseling. You can order it from Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, or you can also download it as an ebook. Dr. Rita likes to hear about your concerns so she can pray for you. You can email her at care at dr-rita.com or visit the website trinitychristiancounseling.com. You can also call the Trinity Counseling Center at 517-332-6300 and leave a message for her. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com.
You are listening to Stream in the Desert with Dr. Rita. For more information about the program or Dr. Rita, please visit trinitychristiancounseling.com. Now, back to this week's inspiring program. We've been staying in this store too long. Let's go to another store. I need to look for a new cell phone. Let's go over there. As we browse around in the store, I see a guy looking stressed trying to decide which phone to get. You see, Dan has been in the store for many hours and he still cannot decide which phone to get. He wants to get a new cell phone. So he spends many days going around town to look at all the cell phone stores. He talks to his friends and family members to ask their opinion. While he's in the store, he checks all the specifications of each phone and asks the salesperson to explain to him the advantages and disadvantages of each specification. Overloaded with information about his phone, he had trouble sorting out which phone is the best one for him. By not having a phone, it's worse because he cannot communicate with anyone. He's so sick of staying in the store for so long, so he just gets a phone and has all the bells and whistles. Guess what happened next? Like the first girl, he begins to regret his decision right after he makes it. After he gets the phone, he begins to worry. What if a new and better one comes out next week? I should have gotten the other one. The screen on this phone is too small and it's hard to see movies on it. The charger takes too long to restore the battery. He goes to a worry land every time he gets his phone. His indecisiveness makes him unable to focus on other things in life. He decides to save the receipt in case there's a better one coming along. He does not want to use a phone just in case he wants to return it. So he ends up not having a phone to use. His communication with the outside world is dead. He continues to feel stress emotionally, physically, and mentally from his decisiveness. Why do you think Dan has trouble making a decision? There's too much information in his mind, and he has a hard time sorting them out. Dan's afraid of missing out on a better option so much so that he's unable to make a decision. I feel bad for Dan. This is just one of the decisions he's struggling with it now. But he has many other things in life he's trouble making decisions with, such as where to go to eat, what food to order in a restaurant, staying home or going out. His analytical mind is driving him crazy. His worry about missing a better option prevents him from making decisions. Let's get out of the cell phone store. We have to be staying here too long. I'm getting a little hungry. Let's go to the food court and get some lunch. What are you going to have? I think I'm going to have chicken salad over there. Why don't we meet back here? Guess who's sitting next to us? It's a couple discussing some serious issues. The wife, Alice, seemed to have trouble making a big decision, and she's talking to her husband, Al, about it. Alice say, Jane is telling me that Jenny is having an affair with John. Jane told me not to tell anyone, but I'm having a hard time keeping the secret from John's wife, Mary. You see, both Jenny and Mary are my friends. I feel like I'm betraying Mary because I am not revealing the truth about John and Jenny to her. If I reveal the truth, I'm betraying Jane because she told me not to tell anyone. At the same time, I do not want to confront my friend Jenny. I'm not supposed to know what's going on. 
I don't want to hurt anyone's feeling. I have been so, I have, I have had so many sleepless nights trying to figure out what is the next step. I'm making so many mistakes at work due to the stress of not what knowing what to do with this matter. My brain is fried thinking about it. You can see that her indecisiveness is affecting her ability to function. She's exactly like the first girl that cannot decide whether to cross the street and ends up losing his life for being indecisive. Her husband L responds to Alice, "If I were you, I would just tell Mary the truth. It does not matter. It's the right thing to tell the truth." Alice is so upset with L's response and tells him. I don't need you to tell me what to do. I just need to talk it out. You always have to fix my problem. I just can't talk to you. Alice is so upset that she just walks away from the food court and leaves L alone there eating with his lunch. You see, Alice has a hard time making decisions with regards to her friend's situation because Alice is a people pleaser. Whatever decision she's making in life has to have. Others' approval, so she gets stuck with decision making. This is just one example. She has a hard time making her mind which dress to buy for her daughter's wedding. She wants to please her daughter and get the dress she likes, but the dress is very expensive, so she's sure that her husband will get upset at her. She wants to get a dress that matches her daughter's wedding color, but she does not like the color. Alice has charged. Four dresses to the credit card, but can't actually pay for them, so she needs to make a decision quickly before the bill arrives. No matter what decision she's going to make, it's going to make someone unhappy. She had been shopping for her dress in the last few months. It's pretty close to the wedding day, and she really has to make a decision now. What's she going to do? She has a hard time sleeping at night thinking about the dress. Of course, it affects her effectiveness at work with sleep deprivation. Her indecisiveness gives her so much stress that she gets mad at people around her for no reason. People want to stay away from her, just like the indecisive squirrel that met his death when he couldn't make a decision. All the cars drove around to avoid the road death, and so do Alice's family and friends. All right, enough about Alice. Now that we have finished lunch, let's go walk around the shopping mall. I would like to go to the bookstore to browse around. Let's go look for some CDs. There's a cafe next to the CD section. I see two ladies sitting at the cafe talking to each other. They're Cindy and Sally. Cindy tells Sally, "I wish I had confidence like you. I seem to have trouble achieving any goals." I usually get excited at the beginning, then I have no energy to move myself forward to achieve my goals. I just don't like myself very much. I have a hard time making decisions. Even if I make a decision, I second guess my decision and I keep changing my mind. I'm very frustrated about myself being indecisive. I have trouble figuring out what to cook every night. Sometimes I spend all day at the mall trying to get a shirt because I can't decide which one to get. You should look at my bed in the morning. I keep changing my clothes because I cannot decide what to wear. Before I know it, the whole bed is full of clothes. 
I waste so much time every morning deciding what to wear. When I get to the office, I see all the work piled up on my desk, but I don't know which one to start first. Once I start working on one project, I change my mind and work on something else. I feel like I cannot complete any project at the end of the day. As you can see, Cindy is exactly like the first girl who could not decide whether to go across the street. Even if he went across the street, it's still second guess if he made the right decision. Why is Cindy having a hard time making decisions? You see, Cindy tells Sally that she had an angry dad and a depressive mom growing up as a child. She was afraid of her dad, so she would hide in her room in the evening to avoid seeing him. She did not want to bother her mom because she was very depressed. Cindy felt very lonely as she had no one to talk to at home. Her brother was never home. Being neglected by her family, she often thought to herself, "I must be unlovable. That's why no one seems to care about me. Why can't my parents love me? There must be something wrong with me." She carried this thought to her adult life and is constantly putting herself down. You see, Cindy has a hard time making decisions because she does not feel good about herself. She has no confidence that her decision is good, so she goes back and forth, not being able to make any decisions. Sally suggests that it may be a good idea for her to get some help to work through her childhood issues and learn to rebuild her confidence. Don't you think Sally gives Cindy a good advice? I'm glad Cindy has a good friend. I go back to the cell phone store because I forgot to get a charger. By this time, Dan has already left with the cell phone, but in a disgruntled state. This time, I see another gentleman in his fifties named Fred. He seems to know exactly what he wants. He talks to the salesperson and work on the details to purchase the phone. Why can Fred make a decision so quickly? Fred knows exactly what kind of specification he wants that will meet his needs. Has a very clear goal in mind what he wants his phone to accomplish for him. Fred has previously researched different phones on the internet to find the phones that will achieve his goals. He carefully eliminates the ones that do not meet his requirements. Once Fred narrows it down to a few of them, he is able to make a decision from the few. He finally finds the one that meets most of his specifications. He knows that he may not be able to find a perfect phone, but as long as it meets most of his needs, he's okay with his choice. Once he gets the phone, he can't wait to open it and use it. Since he does not expect his phone to be perfect, he does not mind going back to the store when his phone has issues. It is not a big deal. He loves his phone even though it's not perfect. He's like the second squirrel that knew what he needed, and he made a decision to go across the street and find food there. I'm glad I came back to the store to see Fred happy with his decision. Since Dan's indecisiveness was getting on my nerves during my last visit to the store, I buy my chargers and walk to different wing of the mall. There's a sound of little children laughing as I walk past the playland. 
A brown-headed boy climbs on top of a large plastic tree trunk. His little sister is crawling through a tunnel under a slide. Parents are sitting on the seats around the play area, watching the little princess and princess playing. You see toddlers playing together in the same area, bubbling to each other in their own worlds. All of a sudden, you see the little boy named Zach spot a big red ball. Zach decides to walk over there to get it, but at the same time, another boy named Nick sees the same ball and rush over to get it. You see the two toddlers pushing each other away, trying to get the red ball. You see. Both Zach and Nick have a single focus on achieving their goals without worrying about the obstacles along the way or what people think of them. Since they do not have enough knowledge and experience, they have a one-track mind and aim for their goals. Instead of having one-track mind like little toddlers, adults have multi-track in their brain that makes it difficult for them to make decisions. A decisive person has a singular focus, like toddlers that focus on attaining their goals. The toddler's decision may not be the best decision because they are not considering others' feelings. However, we can learn a valuable lesson from them. Sometimes we may please others so much that we forget how to use our rationale to attain our goals. Furthermore, their singular focus on the goal helps them to make quick decisions. We standing around the play area and observe them. The two fathers sitting around the play area. Jean tells John, "I'm thinking of quitting my job and starting my own business." John asked, "Are you sure that's what you want to do? How are you going to support your family and pay the bills? You know, it takes a while to build a business. I really think you should think it through. It's kind of risky." I probably would not do anything like that. I'm in the same job all my life. I know exactly how much I get each month, so I know I can pay my bills. In spite of John's warning, Jean still decided to take the risk and launch his new business. Once he makes the decision, he sticks with it and improves it along the way, in spite of oppositions from John and others. But Jean. Has a one-track mind and determination to succeed. He fixes any new challenges along the way. He continues to move forward with his idea and blocks out the unbelief of others, because he believes he is on the right track. Jean always remembered the conversation he had with his friend John at the playland in the mall. Instead of giving up his idea, he continues to press forward with his decision. Guess what? He's a very successful businessman today. He's like the second squirrel that made the decision to grow across the street to find food. Once he made his decision, he stays there until he finds food, in spite of difficulties he was facing. Let's take a commercial break. Stay tuned for the rest of the show.
experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you struggling with relationships and wonder what you need to do? Are you facing crises and challenges in your life? How about emotional disturbances such as anxiety, depression, fear, or stress? Do you need some help? Get a hold of Dr. Rita's Hippo book. In her book, she provides fresh perspectives on how to wisely navigate the challenges in life. She uses parables and analogies to help you find insight and coping strategies in your struggles. The life scenarios she uses in the book are situations you can identify with as you often find yourself as one of the stories in her book. The title of her book is The Hippo That Fell Off the Seesaw and Other Parables from Christian Counseling. You can order it from Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, or you can also download it as an ebook. Dr. Rita likes to hear about your concerns so she can pray for you. You can email her at care at dr-rita.com or visit the website trinitychristiancounseling.com. You can also call the Trinity Counseling Center at 517-332-6300 and leave a message for her. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at VoiceAmericaTRN. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. What sets apart VoiceAmerica.tv from the other video content providers on the Internet? Choice and flexibility means that you can host your video content live or on demand on the main VoiceAmerica.tv channels through your own branded media player or your own private TV channel. We support multiple media formats, so all of your video content can be in one place. We offer a number of advertising and video packages. For more information, visit VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to Stream in the Desert with Dr. Rita. For more information about the program or Dr. Rita, please visit TrinityChristianCounseling.com Now, back to this week's inspiring program. I think we stay in the play area too long. Let's continue our journey walking in the mall. As we walk down the hall, we see sitting areas along the way. Let's sit down over there for a while. Most of the time, you only see men sitting in these areas, snoozing while they wait for their wives. Some are just sitting there and staring off into space. Some are buried deep in their cell phone games. There's a man named Peter sitting by himself, deep in thought. I wonder what he's thinking about. Let's go into his brain and experience what he's thinking. You see, Peter is a decisive person because he's not afraid of making mistakes. He believes that no matter what decision he makes, there's always a lesson he can learn and benefit from it. 
in spite of the outcome, it's better to make a decision and act on it. To him, action is always better than inaction. Today, Peter is feeling sad about a business decision he made recently. He should have listened to his wife's suggestion. If he had listened to her, he probably would not have made such a big mistake with his decision. Now he's suffering from his consequences, and they may have to file bankruptcy. He apologized to his wife, and they're going through counseling to work on their marriage. His wife gets a job and works to support the family while he's trying to figure out what to do. Peter stays home, takes care of the household chores, and the baby. However, from this bad decision, Peter realized how much his wife loves him. His wife always looks out for his best interests, but because of his pride, he refused to listen to her opinion. Now he learns to respect his wife's opinion and put her ideas into consideration. They'll never be able to get the money back, but their marriage has been restored. So they are gold nuggets even in this bad situation. Learning from this bad decision, he makes better future business decision. In a few years' time, he's able to restore his business because he has customer who trust him. You see, Peter is the kind of person who's not afraid to make bad decisions because he learns from mistakes he makes. He's like the second squirrel that decided to go across the street to obtain food. Even though he does not find food at first, he commits to his decision by not going back to the other side of the street. He tried very hard to overcome difficulties. And ultimately, he achieves his goal by attaining food to keep him alive. So far, we have seen both indecisive and decisive people and their outcome. Which one do you want to be? Now, let's imagine we are at a kitchen store. I need to buy some cookie trays. There's an information and checkout counter in the middle of the store, surrounded by stools. Customers can sit there to wait for their turn to check out or to ask questions. Over here, the couples who are sitting across from me trying to make a decision. Carol says, "The rug in our sitting area is getting worn out. I don't want my kids to lay there and play. We need to do something about it." Tom answers, "I agree. It's in such a bad shape. Let's figure out some options. We can have professional carpet cleaner come to shampoo the rug, or we can buy a new rug that's within our budget." Carol says. I want to buy a new rug that match the color of our furniture, and so they have been looking into many stores to find this rug. Somehow they cannot find one that matches their furniture or find an appropriate price that is within their budget. Today at the store, they see one that looks perfect for their room. They are so excited to find out how much this rug costs. Once they find out the price of this rug is beyond what they can afford. They're both very disappointed. What are they gonna do? They decided not to get the rug. They go home and pray to God to help them to let go of the rug. They trust that God will find them the perfect one in the future. If God does not want them to have that rug, they just give it up. Guess what? A week later, the salesperson calls and tells them that someone has returned the rug they liked, since it has been used. They consider it as a used rug, so the price is much cheaper. You know what? It's exactly the amount they can afford. 
Now Tom and Carol are so happy that God has given them this rug. They enjoy it daily and praise God for giving them such a perfect rug. Now they learn to pray to God with any of the decisions they make. They list out options, make actions to solve the problem. But ultimately, they want God to help them to make decisions. It turned out to be the best decision. As you can see, Tom and Carol is another couple that is a good decision maker. I think I have enough shopping today. As I'm driving home, I start thinking about the two kinds of individuals I've seen in the mall. Let's talk about those who have trouble making decisions. As a result, they trap themselves into an emotional, physical, and mental turmoil, and they miss out opportunities in life. The worst thing is that once they make a decision, they second guess if their decision is right, so they go back and forth, fall into the, the emotional, physical, and mental turmoil again. How do people become indecisive? What are some of the causes of their indecisiveness? Do you remember Elizabeth? who could not make up her mind which outfit to get. Since she can't make the decision, her mother makes a decision for her. If only her mom would allow her to make decisions, either good or bad, Elizabeth would learn from it. Elizabeth was indecisive because someone else was always calling the shots. How about Jeff? Jeff was unable to decide on a restaurant to make restoration too because he was thinking of too many options. If he could narrow down the kind of food everyone wanted, he could just focus on a restaurant that served that kind of food, such as Italian food. With fewer options, he would be able to come up with a decision. Jeff was indecisive because he was a procrastinator and was so overwhelmed by all the options, he did not know how to eliminate options to make a final decision. How about Dan? who was looking for his perfect phone and then doubt his decisions. Looking into too many details of the phones and worry about missing a better option prevented him from being satisfied with his phone. Dan was so focused on perfectionism to make a decision that would satisfy him. Remember Alice? She did not know whether she should reveal the secret her friend told her because she wanted to please everybody. By constantly seeking others' approval, she has a hard time making the decision. Alice also had trouble making a decision about her dress because she wanted to please her husband and her daughter rather than getting a dress that she liked. People pleasers sometimes have a hard time making decisions because they did not want to hurt anyone's feelings. Alice made her decision based on feelings rather than her rationale. How about Cindy? who had a hard time making decisions about anything in life. She had trouble deciding which clothes to wear, what project to do first, or which outfit to buy at the mall. You see, Cindy had a very low self-esteem. She did not trust herself to make any decisions. Even if she made a decision, she would still second-guess her decision and wonder if she made a wrong decision. Cindy's indecisiveness trapped her into her emotional, physical, emotional turmoil. She needed help to improve her self-esteem so that she could trust herself to make decisions. In summary, people who tend to be indecisive may be due to the following reasons. 
They rely on others to make decisions for them, so they don't trust their own decision. Or it could be that they want to make decision, perfect decision, which is impossible. Or they come up with too many options, so they don't know what to do. Some of them are fearful of missing better options, so they postpone their decisions. Yet others make a decision based on seeking others' approval. Many have very low self-esteem, so they don't believe the decision is valid or good enough. They're exactly like the first girl in the Nazi story that have a hard time making a decision. Once a decision was made, it went back and forth with the decision and ended up with a bad outcome. Let's take a break. Come back for the rest of the show. Voice counts. Call toll free 1 866 472 5787. 1 866 472 5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you struggling with relationships and wonder what you need to do? Are you facing crises and challenges in your life? How about emotional disturbances such as anxiety, depression, fear, or stress? Do you need some help? Get a hold of Dr. Rita's Hippo book. In her book, she provides fresh perspectives on how to wisely navigate the challenges in life. She uses parables and analogies to help you find insight and coping strategies in your struggles. The life scenarios she uses in the book are situations you can identify with as you often find yourself as one of the stories in her book. The title of her book is The Hippo That Fell Off the Seesaw and Other Parables from Christian Counseling. You can order it from Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, or you can also download it as an ebook. Dr. Rita likes to hear about your concerns so she can pray for you. You can email her at care at dr-rita.com or visit the website trinitychristiancounseling.com. You can also call the Trinity Counseling Center at 517-332-6300 and leave a message for her. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. Think of the world 50 years ago. Now think of this same world and how it'll be 50 years from now. Did you know that if the world's population continues to grow at its current rate, our children and grandchildren will only have 25% of the resources per capita that our parents and grandparents had? We must preserve the foundation of a quality standard of living. That foundation starts with Go Green Radio. Join your host, Jill Buck, for Go Green Radio every Friday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Voice America. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. 
stimulating talk. It gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Stream in the Desert with Dr. Rita. For more information about the program or Dr. Rita, please visit TrinityChristianCounseling.com. Now, back to this week's inspiring program. Now, let's go those who let's look at those who are decisive like Fred, Zach and Meg, Jean, Peter, Tom and Carol. Do you remember Fred came to the cell phone store, choose a phone and purchase it? He knew exactly what he needed from a phone. He did research on the internet and chose only phones that met his specifications. When he came to the store, he bought the phone that met most of his requirements even though it were not perfect. He did not mind going back to the store to fix some of the issues of his phone. Zach and Nick made a decision to reach out for the red ball. The singular focus rather than allowing others to determine the decision helped them to achieve their goals. Even though this decision for adults would be considered socially acceptable. Sometimes adults worry too much about what others think of them and end up not being able to make decisions. How about Jean? He pressed himself forward with his business idea in spite of opposition from others. He became a very successful businessman. Peter was not afraid to make bad decisions as he saw bad decisions as an opportunity for him to grow. And lastly, do you remember Tom and Carol? They identified their problem, thought out the options, decided on one option, took action to solve the problem, made a decision together, and trusted God with their decision. They ended up having the best outcome when they worked together as a team and trusted God. What do we learn from these individuals? As you can see, people who are decisive have the following characteristics. They have a single focus to achieve a goal in the decision-making. They tend not to be wishy-washy with the decision. Since they do not expect the decision to be perfect, they open to new challenges along the way while they stay with their decision. They usually have high self-esteem, so they do not need to seek others' approval in decision-making. Instead of making decisions based on their feelings, they focus more on the rationale side of the decision. They're able to work with others to identify the problem, to brainstorm options, to choose the best option, and to do groundwork to solve the problem according to their specification. Once they do their part of the work, they just let God do the rest. They know God always has their best interests in mind. They like the second squirrel that made the decision to go across the street and stay there. He could not find food at first, but he remained on the same side of the street until he found food. Do you want to be the first squirrel that is indecisive or the second squirrel that is decisive? It's totally up to you. Being indecisive gets you into mental, emotional, and physical turmoil. You miss out a lot of opportunities in life and unable to achieve your goals that no decision means no action. How can you be a more decisive person? First, you probably need to learn to improve your self-esteem and your self-assertiveness skill. The more confident you're within yourself, the more likely you value your decision. 
As a result, you will not keep changing your mind about your decision. Secondly, you may want to accept the fact that no one makes perfect decisions. There's always uncertainty in life. It's better to make a decision than not making one. For no decision means no gain. Once a decision is made, you can fix challenges along the way and keep making more new decisions. When you allow yourself to make wrong decisions, you end up learning from it. In the long run, you're able to make better decisions. Next, put on your thinking cap instead of emotional cap in your decision making. If you make a decision based on your feelings, your decision probably will change all the time because your feelings fluctuated with ups and downs. Instead, you make decision according to the facts. A decision is probably more stable. Sometimes we do need to consider others' feelings in making a decision, but also it is important not to make a decision based on what others want you to do. It will not last because a decision does not come from you. Lastly, you can work with someone to identify your problem, to set the goals, to brainstorm options objectively, to choose an option, to do your part to solve the problem based on the option you have chosen. Sometimes we can reach our goals easily with our decisions, but a lot of times we don't reach our goals with our decisions. What do you do when that happens? You may want to postpone your decision if you haven't made it yet. Stay back and pray. Trust in God's goodness, even when it doesn't seem like it's the most ideal situation. Trust Him to give you the best, even if it may not have been what you would define as ideal. When you trust God and pray, God can change the circumstances to meet your needs, or change your mind about what you want. God wants you to trust Him, even if He does not give you what you want. If you let Him lead His way, you end up having more than you expect, and more at peace because you choose to give your outcome to God. When you see God performs miracle in your situation, you'll be able to see how awesome your God is. I have enjoyed spending time with you during the last thirteen weeks. I hope the Nanaji story I share with you will impact your life, your relationship, and your relationship with God. It is my hope that your relationship with God will be strengthened as you witness how awesome God is. And perhaps you have identified with one of the stories in my shows and know that God is the answer to what you're dealing with today. If you do not know God. I hope you will make a decision to turn your life to God. Through Jesus' death and resurrection, we have been forgiven, and now we have access to God if we just ask. Ask Him to come to your heart and take charge of your life. When you surrender, when you surrender everything to Him, you end up having more. I would love to hear from you. Email me at care at dr dash rita dot com. May you find dreams in your desert. Thank you for joining us this week for Stream in the Desert. Be sure to return next Sunday morning at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Time, or on demand anytime for another story and program with Dr. Rita on the Voice America Variety Channel. Enjoy the rest of your week.
Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.